We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giulio, discussing all things Embiid. Injured again last night. MRI we await the results here. Elliot's going to join us at 12. I'm sure I'll have a take on Joel and what the Sixers should do at the deadline one week and a day away. I would not go in on this team. I, I don't think it's worth it with Embiid's issues. Pushing all in, Joe. I know. I'm pushing all in. He's got a list of trade targets over here. <laughs> when I'm already been traded, but it was, you know. I, I mean, it's my, it was my favorite player. name on the list. <laughs> Listen, I can't kill a we good idea just because the Pacers a, stole it from you. do a double trade. Yeah. yeah well, is here. Douglas okay? Yeah, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> And B, does, it, does his injury and all, all the injuries change the way you approach the deadline if you're the Sixers? And, of course, Bill Belichick out of Boston. The rumor last night was the Eagles were in. If Sirianni did not, I, I guess, listen or agree to their uh, the way they want him to structure the staff, he would have been out. Potentially Belichick. And I believe the Eagles will regret it. I think it's a mistake choosing Sirianni or Belichick. Was it one? We'll talk about all that. All right. Let's hear from Ross Tucker here. Ross actually thinks a year from now the perception of Belichick among fans, because we just had a caller – Five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, it was like it was coming with all these reasons why I didn't want Belichick, and then he eventually just let it out. He just doesn't like him. I mean, Don't that, like him. And attitude, that's fine. Funky, funky little attitude. But will everyone feel differently if maybe Belichick does TV for you? Ross Tucker this morning with Joe and John on all that. So number one, and, and you guys heard it here first, he's I be I really think he'll do media this year, and this is the way fans are. I think he'll do media this year, and people will see a different side of him because he's not at a press conference talking about his team. He'll show some insight. He'll show some personality. Guys, nobody wanted him. But what I'm saying is, I believe after this year, people, people will like are going to yeah. start to like yeah. him yeah. because of what he's like in the media. And the same people that would say they don't want him now, you'll be a year removed from his Patriots time. He'll, he'll be on TV, and they'll like what he says. And a year from now... People will want him. Hugh, what do you make of that? Ross said that to us yesterday. He expounded on it again today to Joe and John, the idea that one year from now, because this is all kind of done now, right? Like Sirianni's obviously staying. But a year from now, let's say, I don't know, the Eagles, the Cowboys, whoever else needs a coach, people are going to be more in on Belichick a year from now, a year removed from coaching, a year removed from you know bristly press conferences and more of his personality on TV because everyone thinks he's going to do TV. And then it won't be as um, it won't be as difficult to sell him a year from now. What do you make of that? I don't know. I, I think that he brings a lot to the game as far as knowledge is concerned. I don't know about personality. I know a lot of people believe that that's the case, and you know we talked about it yesterday. And I, I said I could see that, but I don't really see his personality coming through. Where you are like, oh, he's a nice guy, and then turn back around and he turns back into this curmudgeon and go out there and coach. It doesn't work like that. I feel, you know what's funny, Joe? I feel like the worm is starting to turn as far as, far as players and coaches slowly. But you're hearing a lot of players come out now and complain about coaching. Well, they're babies. Yeah, but but they carry, they start, they're starting to carry a little bit I, of weight. You're right. It's, it's starting to carry some weight. 
And and to me, that is amazing. You know, we talk about uh, Eric Bieniemy in in with the Commodores mm. and the fact that they complain they ain't won nothing in ever, and they complain about the work ethic that he brought to the team. Coming off of a Super Bowl. You know, I wonder if he'll even be a coordinator this year. He you hasn't been hired to like, be a coordinator. Like it's and it's also interesting that there's a lot of guys that if they don't like certain things that the coach is doing, they run up to the they run up to the uh they run upstairs. They run to the to the GM. Or the owner, yeah. And can and cry and complain. Mm. Which in my back in my day with leather helmets or whatever, that never happened. That happens a lot now. That happens a lot in the NFL, more so than you think it does. I'm sure it does. I do think after a year, we'll look at Bill Belichick as more big picture, like if he's available next year. And we need a coach, or any fan base needs a coach. It's like, look at all he did rather than he stunk this past year. We're not going to watch him lose a single game next year. If he's not a coach, he'll just do TV stuff or whatever. All right, I want to throw a theory at you, and then we'll go back to the phones here. I have a theory on why there's something here with the Eagles and Belichick. I, and, and it's the Jeff Lurie theory more than anything else. Ready for this, Hugh? I, got, I'm, I'm, I, I can't theory. wait. can't All wait what we got. You know how we uh, talked Monday about how Andy Reid is becoming the GOAT? Yes. Do you know who probably would be embarrassed by the reality of him at one point firing the GOAT? Jeff Lurie. Hmm. If I'm Jeff Lurie and Andy's becoming the GOAT, I, I have to live with that, right? I fired the greatest coach of all time. You know what's a way to stop that from being a reality? Hire Bill Belichick. Hire Bill Belichick. Hire Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what he would do. The, the, those, the, the. I always give Kyle, Kyle He's ready every day. So if you hire Bill Belichick, <laughs> Belichick breaks the record here. He pushes further ahead of Reed. Maybe you win a Super Bowl, Bill Belichick, here. It makes it harder for Andy to catch him. right? If, if Belichick never coaches again, we laid it out Monday, Andy could do this in five or six years. Mm-hmm. If Belichick arrived here with the Eagles or to any other good team and won – a bunch of games, playoff games, Super Bowl, it makes Andy's climb to number one harder. And I'm sure Bill doesn't want to give up the throne of being the greatest coach or having the record. I mean, it almost feels like an unholy alliance that could come together here. I I think there's something to it. If I'm Jeff Lurie, I I mean, I love Andy Reid. I thank him. But I also, like, that's a bad stain on my legacy that I fired that guy. Oh, it is. I don't know about that, Joe. It is. I look would at you, it would more you so feel good if the, if you fired someone and they became the best of what they ever did? Doesn't Ray J feel good about finding Kim Kardashian? I mean, because it's the same thing. I'm just saying. that's This is my bad analogy it's, time. It's similar. It's, the, it's, the it's same? similar. Yeah. It is similar because he made a song about it. All I'm saying is this. You gave Andy Reid a shot that nobody else would have ever given him. That right there makes you a part of his legacy. But then you fired him, and he had more success you, without he, you. Joe, he had to go. Like, I love – you know how I feel about right, but Big Red, I, man. He had to go. I understand that. But you could then change the story. The story is becoming he's becoming the greatest coach. You bring Belichick here, and Belichick wins here, and he's not going to catch Bill. You you really believe this. I, I do. I that, do. Joe, I don't believe uh, that. Here's why, here's why I believe it. <laughs> Kyle, you seem – Oh, I believe he really this. I'm, I'm with this. you, man. So, hold on a second. What do we know about really successful and rich people? They're petty. They have enormous egos. Enormous egos. You don't think you think Bill Belichick wants Andy Reid to be the greatest coach of all time? Baloney. He wants a coach again to get that record. I'm I, sure I know he does, he does. But but Andy is is approaching that record, and he's probably going to get it unless Bill comes back and wins for two more seasons. But, okay, then Andy's went, not going to catch him. Then he's gonna he's got not going to catch him in two more seasons. But I think Andy's going to catch him. I don't think so. so. You don't think so? Andy right now is what sixty or so wins behind Belichick. Mm-hmm. If Bell if Bill never coaches again, I think Andy catches him. 
if so Bill if you comes say two back, more seasons, you don't think Big Red catch him? Well, if Bill comes back and wins 30 more games, and forget playoffs. I don't know if he won another Super Bowl. If he wins 30 more games, and he's not getting a 90 more wins, he's 65. He might. What's that, five years, six years? That's you, math. So that's like 16 wins a year. Now we're, now we're doing hard yeah, math. Yeah, here. we're doing hard. I don't think Andy will catch Bill Are we, if Bill are we counting playoffs? Sure. Okay. Andy, Andy, Andy could probably do that in, what, seven years? Uh, seven super successful years. I'm just saying, Andy Reid likely catches Bill if Bill sits out forever. Bill comes back, wins again. It's harder. Bill pe- breaks the record. Bill's the number one coach. And Jeff Lurie doesn't have to say, I fired the greatest <laughs> coach of all time. Hey, listen, as petty as I am, that is super petty. <laughs> Rich guys with egos. I already think, Kyle. I couldn't be more on the out. Like, mm. you're missing the part where... Jeffrey Lurie discovered Andy Reid. He did. Jeffrey Lurie uncovered this guy, and it's not like he fired him after two years, things went bad. Like, we had a long run with Andy Reid. He spent 14 seasons here. And then he had to go, obviously, when things were, you know, so bad that that, that, that they needed a a change of voice. And and it wasn't like a a bad firing. It was an amicable split. Andy Reid got hired by the Mm. Kansas City Chiefs immediately. The Eagles did him a favor by, you know, getting it done early in the process, giving him the opportunity to land right back on his feet. Like, I think, if anything, Jeffrey Lurie's ego, it, it, he almost has some sort of sense of pride that, like, I, I birthed you. this man into the NFL world. Yeah, definitely that. You don't think you. the ego's there, that he's going to become the GOAT, and I'm on my fourth or fifth coach No, Jeffrey years. Lurie discovered the GOAT. Like, congrats, Jeff. This is good. But Andy Reid is you going guys, to— You guys, this it, is a spin no, job. No, you're a spin job. You, when Andy goes to the podium for his Hall of Fame speech, he's going to thank Jeffrey Lurie for giving him his first opportunity in the NFL, not say, this dude fired me. I, I did everything to I agree him. with that. But deep down, he's got to regret it, and he can fix it. He could mm. change it by bringing—I'm I'm telling you, the ego with these guys is off the walls. F- the Bill— and Jeff eventually could form together to make sure Andy's not the greatest coach of all time. Well, that's a fact. It's not like he's forming a yeah, robot. They're transformers. Yeah. They're going to form together to make they sure come Andy together. They, does not become they, they, the they join forces. They want to do Avenger stuff? They join forces, and they would make sure Reed's not the greatest coach. Well, Andy hey. passing Bill is also good for Lori because that, look, we never had Bill, right? We could say our guy was the GOAT, not the Patriots guy, and we beat Belichick in a Super Bowl. Right. But you know what's best better for Jeff? Winning. <laughs> if they can't well, with Sirianni, yeah, he's so Belichick. All, all things equal, Jeffrey Lurie would rather have a winning football team, but I think it's more of a point of pride for Jeffrey Lurie to say that I brought Andy Reid into the NFL than, than it is an embarrassment for him to all say, right. I fired. All right, hold on to that take, because a year from now, if they have to fire Sirianni, Lurie's going to be painted as a as he didn't know what he was doing. I mean, if they have to go to their fourth coach while Reid is in a dynasty, people aren't going to be saying, man, that Jeff Lurie discovered Andy. They're going to say he can't find his way without Andy. That's what people are going to say a year from now. I don't know about that. Wait a second. If Andy is in the middle of a dynasty and the Eagles are on their fourth coach since Andy, you don't think people are going to spin it to Jeff? Like, you don't know what you're doing without Andy. Mm, it was all him. I don't know, because we, we did win a Super Bowl. With the coach that Andy put here in Doug. Wow, that's a hell of a spin job. You just did Look, job. Well, Nick Foles also drafted by Andy Reid. We can follow the thread. The story is they can't Boy, find their way you, without that is, Andy. That's a hell of a spin job, man. Well, well, hold on you a must second. Must be good at Twister. Say, say Jeffrey Lurie does unite with Belichick, <laughs> and we go four and twelve or four and thirteen, yeah. and then it's like, well, now Jeffrey Lurie's just desperate about like I, then he looks right. e- then he looks even worse. All right, but yeah, okay, but is that going to happen? Yep. Why got to the Super Bowl have with you Sirianni. Seen, have you witnessed what Bill Belichick has done with the Patriots over the yeah, last because, few years? Uh, because he can't put together a team. He can still coach what he has. 
Kenny? Oh, you guys. 215-592-92. No, I think you guys twist stuff in a pretzel. He's going to be proud he un- uncovered the goat. He fired him in the middle he of his had, career. He had, he had to fire him, though. It was going, it was bad here, man. It was bad. Yeah, this is very revisionist right now. Like, uh, Jeffrey Lurie <laughs> is a smart man. He knows that it was time. This is bad, Joe. This is bad. I agree. It's bad. That's why Belichick should be here. Let's go to basketball, Will, in Brookhaven. What's up, Will? Will? Will, you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Sorry. Will, now you're good, man. man. Will, what are you thinking on all this? As far as uh, Embiid? Yeah. What are you thinking on Joel? Hello? Bill, Hello? all right, Will, we'll this put Will on joke, hold. quite frankly. Let's all take a deep breath. Reset on Will. Right, 215-592-949. His head was still spinning from that take you just <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I know you believe it. That's oh, no, I know it's – when I say I believe it, I mean I believe it to be true. I know you and do. And it is true. All right, I know two, you do. 215-592-949. For your reaction to all this stuff, will the Eagles regret not getting Belichick? A lot of stuff out there that – look, if, if Sirianni didn't agree to their coaching staff, they would have gotten Belichick. I think they'll regret it. My theory – you can react to my theory here that, that Lurie and Bill could team up to get Andy not as the, go- the GOAT, like to push him back. So like Voltron. That, there you go. We figured it out. Like Voltron. Form the feet and the head, and I'll form torso. So there's one. <laughs> let me add one other. Because I, people keep saying it doesn't make sense, right? And I, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, no, no. Not my theory. Lurie and, and Belichick. No, that, that don't make sense so, either. Well, well, that's where my theory comes from. Why does it keep coming out? But we, we keep hearing the Eagles don't want a control-centric coach. Yet they are had some interest in the most control centric coach. What's your theory on why the Eagles have interest in Belichick? What's my theory on why would they have because, interest? Because would you agree it doesn't seem to fit? It doesn't. So why do you think? Why do I think? Like what what is this connection besides my theory that I'm standing on and will hold for a next the next year until they hire him? I think that they're looking at they're trying to write the ship if they were gonna fire like this is the thing that that kind of throws it off of me. Because you're giving Coach Sirianni a second chance, mm-hmm. and you're threatening him with hiring a new staff and, instead of just bringing Bill Belichick in. That's where it kind of like is disconnected for me. Well, I don't think they told him, Bill. I just probably told him you're out if you don't well, listen. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If okay, say if I have that ace in my pocket and you don't know that I'm, I know that, then I'm just gonna fire you because you've already proved. Like to full disclosure, to be totally honest, I, we don't know what happened with this situation. It looked like Coach messed it up. I don't know. I'm hoping. I hope with all my hope that two coordinators fix whatever the problem is. Mm. That's not guaranteed because not. he's still the coach. And, you know, he's talking about establishing a culture and all this other stuff. Haven't figured it out. If So since I've done all that, I still somewhat believe in him. If that's the case, I, if, if I didn't believe in him, I would have just hired Belichick and said, uh, hey, you do it. I'm with you on that. They didn't, though. 215 for your reaction to all this, including – my uh, my theory here, my my crazy theory, according to Kyle and, and Hugh, that that Andy's presence hovers over all of this. That if Jeff hires Bill eventually, he makes him the number one coach ever. They win together, and Andy gets pushed down. That's the a list. lot of hate, though. It's not hate. That is a petty hate. No, I think I, I think competitors don't want to see other people better than them. I I always think. Well, it's, I have always heard that. I remember my wife used to tell me that all the time. She I always think say, it's baloney. Nobody wants to see you do better than them. You, you ever hear when like the best of all time or has a record says, "Oh, I hope the next guy breaks my record." Mm-hmm. No, you don't. That's baloney. I don't think competitors feel that way. I think they just say that so they don't get roasted by the internet. You want this guy to break your record? Yeah, of course I do. No, you don't. No, I heard, not deep down inside. Right. I heard Brady yesterday say, you know, something about Mahomes. Uh, right. If he eventually gets more Super Bowls, you think Tom Brady really believes that that he wants that he's be okay if Mahomes beat him? No. 
He's a competitor. He wants to be the greatest. Well, I, okay, but that's one thing. But what about like the person you mentored or you brought along? You would want to see them succeed. Andy already has succeeded. Well, right, but so I'm, so I'm saying you, you want to see them shine. Yeah, yeah like be, go past Bill Belichick. That's a notch on your belt as but the it, one that discovered him. I agree with that, but it also spins back to you because you're also part of why he's not here. Stan and Drexel, what's up, Stan? Hey, uh, what's going on? Yeah, first, first time caller. Um, I, I got to tell you, I'm fairly disappointed in what I've been hearing. About what? Um, specifically with the Joel Embiid take. Uh, I got to tell you, man, this is ridiculous. What is? And, and, and it's ridic- your take is ridiculous. So, because- wait, hold on. Let's just make sure we're on the same page. My take that because he's hurt, I don't want to trade their first-round picks for help this year because it's because probably not good enough. What are you holding on to them for? The future, what, what the, the Stan, the future of the basketball team. The future? Yeah. Who, who are you drafting? That's going to replace Joel and No, 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 no. It's not about tra- – I, I could trade those picks for players. I, okay, when you, so, when you, so hold on, hold on, hold on. When you trade for a player this year, right, that guy comes with a lot of, ca- he's not going to come cheap. He's probably going to be on a high price contract for years to go. Like Zach Levine, Hugh brought him up. His contract's about 50 million per year for the next four years. So I'm stuck with contract. that guy. Yeah. This team's not worth it, Stan. The best player's always hurt. What, what, what's, what am I saying that's crazy? So your your alternative is, so your event, you're, you're talking about then the alternative is moving on from Joel Embiid. No, I didn't say that. Okay, so then what's the point? You're, then what are you doing with these picks? Because what I'm saying is you're going to trade. You're, you're talking about trading for, for, for guys down the line. Yes. Okay, and what I'm saying to you is you don't know what's going to pan out. Right, neither you do uh, well, you. I don't, and neither do you. Stan, so, so, Stan hold on. I, you don't. But I, I a year, know I don't. But, but hold on, that's a year why, from now, a year from now, Joel could say, I want out. I want to go to the Knicks. And then I've got Zach, and, or, I've got Zach Levine at $50 million a year and no picks. That, that's how you become the worst team in basketball. So, so since, we, since we're living in hypotheticals, or we could trade those picks now, and you could be a year from now talking about a team that won a championship this year. Stan, do you think they have a real chance to win the title? Yes, I do. Well, you that, know why? Because well, that's... you have a generational player. The mm. point of this whole mm. thing is to get a generational player to put you in a position in to win the title. Yeah. That's what you do. But Stan, that is what you do. Okay, I, you uh, hold on. I, 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 think, I appreciate I your passion, Stan. I appreciate it. And we just view the team differently. I don't think this team has much chance at all to go win a championship at all. So it's not worth it for me. And now the, that player you're talking about, who's obviously a tremendous player, is injured. He, the only chance they have, I think, Stan, you and I would find common ground on this, is Joel to play at a super high level, right? Yes. You're not making any sense. What, what do you mean? He's hurt. You can't, you can't talk about living in reality and then in the same breath talk about Jimmy Butler coming to the Sixers. Like, how, you don't think that's an actual thing that's going to happen? No, I, I don't. Reality. I don't think that's going to happen, Stan. I don't. That can't, that yeah, that's can't more be wishful thinking. That, that can't be. That can't be reality. And then you talk about the maturity thing of why he played. It couldn't be just maybe he felt like, hey, the team has lost three straight, and I want to be out there for my guys because I know Reese is down. I know Harris just. So came is back. that smart, Stan? That's 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 smart. Is that no, smart? It's just I want to do this oh. because I want to be selfish. But yet, guys like LeBron who are subbing his coach and subbing his his teammates. That's not immature. So, to, oh, so we're going to criticize like, LeBron. Oh, hold on, hold on. So we're going to put we're going to put Embiid on a pedestal and criticize yeah, the way LeBron player, does things. I brought up LeBron because he just did it last night. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is. You can bring up any team, any player, any franchise, any system. It does not matter. I, you can't sit there and talk about a guy being immature. Like this is what happens. He is immature. He is. You want to? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You want to play? Listen, I play in a rec league. Stan, hold on. Stan, no, 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 Stan, Stan, hold on. I, we can't, you, I can't do the rec league thing. How much do you drop at the rec league, dude, though? I want to know. Stan, your rec league and the NBA – couldn't be further apart. Like, I, I, oh, great, man. Like, you play in a rec league. What does that have to do with Joel Embiid? What I'm you probably drop a 30. I don't, I don't give a shit. What I'm trying to explain to you is it's not about that. It's about I want to be out there for my teammates. That's what I want to do. That's what leaders do. I want to fight no, for no, my I, teammates. No, no, Stan, I disagree. No, le- lead, no. Because it's not setting up with what you're no, trying to do. No, because Stan, I, no, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I go off of reality of the NBA. And, I am, Stan. You're not being a leader out there at the end of January so Kendrick Perkins and the people on Twitter don't rip you. That's immaturity. You know what maturity is? Getting your body right for April, May, and June. Stan, it's not like your rec league, man. It's not like your rec league. This this is the... the No, Stan, I I can't... You're trying to make up theories and and, and you're trying to speculate what's happening. Stan. That's not reality. No, hold on a second. No, it's not not me speculating. It's the people inside the Sixers. That's where that quote came from. That that they speculate. The people inside the Sixers speculate. He was on a little bit of pressure. That he was pressured because everyone was ripping him for not playing in Denver. That's the guy that you want to go all in on? That's the guy you're going to trust in April, May, and June? The, the Joel Embiid experience is the most delusional experience I've ever experienced with fans. Because he scores a lot of points against bad teams in November and December. He's the guy we got to go all in on. It's ridiculous. He's never proven one time that he's at his best in the big moment. Not one time in a full decade. But this year, this is the different one. You know they go hard at the rec league, though. Yeah, I'm sure, sure they do. I'm sure they go real hard at the rec league, and I'm sure I don't care. You forgot to put Stan back back on the air. Oh, uh, Stan, I forgot. Stan, go ahead, finish. Bro, like, what are you talking about? You talking about he scores against bad teams, like he didn't drop 51 against the, the Timberwolves. Like he didn't drop on the on the best defense in the league. Mm. He gave them 51. Like he didn't drop 41 against against Jokic last week. Stan, have what you have, have you noticed about, the uptick in scoring? Do you know how many times 50-point scores happened this season in the NBA? Wait, 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 now you're moving week. the goalposts. No, you because, just said he does it against bad teams. Well, he, well that's what I, who did that's he Hold on. Who, who, I was referencing, oh, I was referencing the 70-point game. That was, was, it doesn't matter. What, was it that against matter. a bad team? It does not matter. What, is that the worst team in the NBA or second worst, whatever they are? They got like six wins. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was against the best. It doesn't matter against the worst. The fact of the matter is when he plays against teams, he generally gives them buckets. And when, he pl- and when he plays against the best team, and when he plays against the best teams in the playoffs, he generally folds. Oh, now we're talking about the playoffs. You yeah, because I'm that's saying? the that, – I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that's the whole point. That, that was the conversation today, right? Are they worth going in for? Trade yeah. deadline yeah, for I believe, the playoffs. Yeah, I believe they are. I believe they are. I believe you got you to gotta go all in. Chip in the chair. That, that is my mantra. That's how I feel about it. I mean, regardless of how you feel about him, which you feel very, very strong well, about. Well, he's basketball's Lamar Jackson. That's what he is. I mean, that's what we have here. We have an MVP that stinks in big moments and is always hurt. And that's that's what I feel. So you're asking me, am I trading stuff away to help basketball's Lamar Jackson? I'm not. I'm not mortgaging the future for this. I know how the story ends already. That, that was so strong.
Well, it's the truth. 215-592-9494. All right, Elliot's going to yell at me about this coming up. I'm sure he wants to go all in. Sirianni over Belichick was a mistake. We'll hit it all. 215-592-9494 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.